Hi everyone. My name is Alex. And my name is Luis. And, and we're, we're Titas on Lockdown. Lockdown. Right, so today we mark the anniversary of the lockdown. So when it started, so it's actually this week. I think for us it was March 16, but anyway, it's this week. So I thought we'd talk about um, everything that happened since the lockdown started and what we've been doing since then, right? So first question, um, where were you and what were you doing when the lockdown was announced? I was at home and we were in the middle of planning our trip for <laughs> Indonesia. Mm -hmm. And uh, when we heard about the lockdown, um, I think what happened was uh, they set a date for it, like several days before the actual lockdown was supposed to happen. So uh, me, uh, I was planning a trip with my mom and my brother, and the start of the lockdown was between the dates when we're becoming, uh, when we're leaving and coming back to the Philippines. So yeah, we decided not to go with the trip because if we do go out of the country, we will. We're not sure if we could still come back. Yeah, you'd be stranded. Yeah, we'll probably be stranded in Indonesia. And then what happened was a few days later, the volcano erupted in the area where, where we were supposed to go. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, for me, I was home too. Um, I'm very fortunate that I can uh, work from home and our company has been pretty uh, supportive with everything, um, for including sending us our own equipment and then certain allowances were given to us like an a generous it allowance for like peripherals um we were also given um well-being allowance basically it's just for stuff that we need we needed for our mental and physical health um so we also were given a utilities allowance you know to make up for like electricity and um, internet bills but so it's been pretty good actually so that's that's pretty much it uh, did you think it was gonna go on as long as it did no not exactly when we had the ECQ which was the enhanced community quarantine don't um, ask me what <laughs> that means because I'm still confused um, I didn't want to predict you know what was gonna happen when we were on ECQ <clears throat> Um, mostly because of how the government handled it. Um, it was a mess, and so it was difficult to predict anything. But when we passed June um, and daily cases were rising, uh, I knew we were going to be in this for the long haul. And maybe early 2021, and I was, you know, I was being pessimistic. Um, now, though, with the vaccine sort of available, my office has been saying that we'll probably return to the office by August. Again, we don't know but i definitely did not think that it would last an entire year but i was just i was just being pessimistic but not five <laughs> days of it yeah um my friends and i were thinking that the pandemic or any sort of lockdown would be over sometime in may so we're thinking okay let's give this three months so May, June, we're probably in the clear, and <laughs> it went on and on, and 
I'm sort of thankful that even though I'm not a regular employee anywhere, uh, the clients that I have, I only have one client, really. So I, I write freelance. So I'm just thankful that the company I work with still continues to hire people and wasn't really that affected by the pandemic. But yeah, the fear was there like after June and that the pandemic is still going on like maybe my job isn't that secure and for a short moment i was i was regretting my decision to go freelance <laughs> so yeah it went on and on until now so I, we didn't even think that it's gonna last until december because i remember i have a roommate who joke that maybe I'll still spend my birthday indoors and his birthday's in December. So we were like, no, that's not going to happen. And then it did. Mm. And then it's March. So what, if any, were the biggest changes that the lockdown brought about? In my life, I think I am very extroverted. So I think one of the big changes is I am unable to go out with my friends or to meet a lot of people um, this happens like what once a week yeah. <laughs> and yeah it's it's one of those I'm also unable to go visit my parents because they live in a different island way south of where I am right now which is in Quezon City so I have to fly there and I have to take a plane um, I think you need to be quarantined still not for me I mean not not exactly changes, but well, there were a few changes. Same with Luis. Um, I live in Rizal, but my parents uh, live in the Visayas area, so I still couldn't visit them. I couldn't go for Christmas or any other time because not only do I have to take a plane, I have to take a boat as well to go to Sikihor, which is where my father lives. Um, but I think mostly for me, it's a vindication uh, of things I've always believed. First and foremost, stupid people are dangerous. Like, certain acts of stupidity should be criminalized. Um, and on a lighter, less political note, and this is mostly like self-serving for me, work from home is possible um, for most jobs, especially office jobs. Telecommuting is possible, even easy. Um, so this should be an option, you know. Um, again, I'm very lucky because I'm I have a position in my company that's you know I'm pretty like my time is flexible. I don't really have to like log in or anything. I just need to work, and I can work anywhere. There's an internet connection, so I think that should be possible for everyone. So I think that's the biggest change now that people now are now have the infrastructure or have always had the infrastructure to be able to work from home yeah so there it was the same for me because prior to the pandemic i was already working from home so i kind of i don't get why companies are so adamant to have an office because it still could work yeah yeah i mean if your main issue is controlling people or making sure that they're not playing hooky at work I mean, it's still going to happen, even if it's an office. Yeah. And there are, there are other ways to ensure that your people are properly working. Yeah. I mean, you know, you can always track people's productivity. You yeah, don't exactly. have to track their exact whereabouts. Just, you know, the fact that they're working. If they produce what they're supposed to produce at the end of the day, shouldn't that be enough? I mean, yeah, that should exactly. be enough. Now, now we know that it is enough. And I think, especially with... Um, 
the transportation issue in the Philippines. Oh, um, especially you know, here in the metro. It's, yeah, it's bad. The traffic is bad. Um, there's so many inconveniences about this whole thing that working from home is viable. I think it should be an option given to people like either like not even fully work at home at least you know have some days where uh, people can just stay home. Oh, so during the pandemic did you try any trends? Um, no not really. Um, Why not? Um, I don't know how to bake so because of the whole you know like baking craze I don't know how to bake and I don't have the equipment to bake uh, so I didn't join in on that craze. I have TikTok but I mostly I use it uh, to lurk. I don't post anything because I mean, I, I have fun watching the challenges, but I know that I would not do them um, because I am me. Um, You're not alone. I lurk as well yeah. because I could just watch and be creepy about it. Yeah. I download stuff, but, you know, that's a whole nother conversation. We did start a YouTube channel, but this was this year. It wasn't last year. We, we never even thought about it last year because we were yeah. really... Extringent with the whole lockdown and not going anywhere, you know. Yeah, and then boredom overtook us, and then we were drinking. Why don't we start a YouTube channel? The thing that we've been thinking about before when we were still working at the same office. Yeah. So, what did you do to occupy yourself when you couldn't go out? Um, I I kind of explored baking. Um, I know it's, it has been a trend, and for the most part, I was kind of resist, resistant towards breaking, but because it's my family's business, and when you grow up surrounded by bread, you're not really excited about it, so, but then in the back of my mind, I was thinking, um, it's your family's business, so it would be a shame if you, the child of baker business persons, don't know how to bake. It would be an insult to your heritage, your <laughs> legacy, your parents' legacy. I kind of started um, the lockdown diaries. I, I forget the isolation journal. Um, I this was for from Suleika Dawid, I think. I, I'm not sure about her last name, but her first name is Suleika. But anyway, I started the isolation journals. Didn't finish them, but I always took all of the prompts because maybe one day I'll do them. Maybe not in isolation, but I did them. But I also started um, buying hardbound books um, because I was a, a comparative literature major when I was in college. And when I was in college, I read mostly to analyze stuff, not really for pleasure. And during that time, and I'm sure it was illegal then, it is illegal now, but we couldn't afford the books that we were reading, not that they were easily available. So we would have them photocopied and have them um, as readings. <laughs> like we would have them bound depending on, you know, uh, the, the books that we were reading. So I always wanted, you know, my own copy of those books. So when I started working, I started making money of my own, no longer a poor college student. I said, I am going to buy hardbound books so I've been buying them most of them I've already read before but I just thought you know it would be nice to have them in physical form oh also I remember that during the lockdown I was thinking like oh maybe this is a good time to explore other writing jobs so I attended a writing workshop <laughs> and it was about memoirs and 
I wrote about that. So yeah, so I have to dig deep into my childhood. Let's just say that I learned a lot of things about myself. I also started um, working out. But mostly, <laughs> mostly I bought exercise equipment, right? What was your exercise? Online purchases? <laughs> yes, mostly. So I uh, bought a rowing machine. <laughs> and for my birthday, I bought a standing punching bag. And on Sundays, I would use my bow staff and my walk-in upstairs just so I wouldn't look like a madman if I did it downstairs. <laughs> yeah, speaking of exercise, um, the first few months of lockdown, we decided that besides the usual uh, washing your hands, avoiding big crowds, wearing masks, our best defense against the pandemic is to be healthy. So what we did was we would uh, plan our meals and do regular exercise. <laughs> so for the first, uh, I, I think a few weeks, we were doing HIT, uh, high intensity interval training. I think it worked. I lost, I think, 10 or 15 pounds. But the thing is, with me, I have to, I have a lot to conquer. Number one is I'm downright lazy. <laughs> so that is something I had to deal with. And obviously that part one, also, I wouldn't think I'd call myself an eater or that I'm a greedy person. I just have a need to consume food. <laughs> so after the whole dieting thing, after the whole meal planning, I was just like, you know what? I feel sad. So I'm going to eat. And that's not even an excuse, just feeling sad. Because sometimes I'm not even sad. I just, I just want to consume. I just want to stuff food in my mouth. So yeah, I did that too. <laughs> Me, I, I ate a lot too because I discovered uh, that my village, it's, it's actually like a series of condominium buildings, but it's Cambridge Village, um, that we have a Facebook page and people were selling stuff on that Facebook page and I thought, oh wow. Um, and they sold everything. Like they sold seafood. So I like every week I was buying seafood and almost every day I would buy um two one liter um milk tea. <laughs> I tried every single seller of milk tea in the in Cambridge. So um while exercising and then when i stopped after three months because my obsessions only run for three months <laughs> i stopped uh exercising and still continued with the milk tea thing <laughs> so yeah no longer no jawline no cheekbones <laughs> i'm now chubby i have passed chubby by the time that we reached halloween last yeah. year um I tried to do more paper mache stuff. So uh, for, for the Halloween decorations, my roommate and I thought that, hmm, what, what's a good theme for this Halloween? So we were thinking Pan's Labyrinth. So I did some sculptures. <laughs> what I had was I did a life-size sculpture of the fawn. And I also did like a sitting sculpture of the pale man. So he's the guy with the eyes on his palms. I took up knitting again, like actual knitting, because I used to do, I used to knit using those like, you know, like contraptions. And then, and the, I, I never finished one. I never finished any of the knitting stuff that I did during uh, the lockdown. And by the time that Christmas happened, so I started doing my arts and crafts stuff again. So I did um, snowflakes. <laughs> so with everything that we've done or not done uh, during the lockdown, now that we kind of see, are seeing um, 
a light at the end of the tunnel. What's the first thing you're going to do when we go to the new normal? Well, besides YouTube stardom, <laughs> uh, probably traveling. Um, uh, whenever I go out of the country, I usually I usually do it with my mom. Um, the reason we started in the first place was after she got cancer, she's finally more open to new experiences. So what we used to do prior to the lockdown is uh, for a year we would visit at least four countries. So yeah, we were unable to do that because of the pandemic. And once we have the clear to do so, we're going to do that again. But I think determining where to go should be a main consideration because once everyone is free to travel, people are going to go out in droves. And for me, my, my consideration for that would be we need to go to places where it's not that popular or like go during the down season. Not during winter, but early fall, I think. Yeah. And for me, it's the same, travel, because before the pandemic, I, I usually would go out of the country um, towards winter, mostly because I like traveling during winter because then I would have an excuse to wear <laughs> coats, because I have quite a few of them, yeah. and they're just gathering <laughs> dust. As tropical fishes, we want to layer because we don't get to do that here. Yeah, so I, so my plan, I was my plan for 2020 was to actually visit my friend in Sweden um, because they have been planning for my visit for years now, and I kept postponing it because I would go to other countries. But then I, I mean, I had a plan, I had an itinerary, everything. And then the pandemic hit, and it was depressing to, you know, when I would um, flip through my uh, my planner, and I would see, you know, plans like um, get insurance, like travel insurance, um, go get visa, and then December started because December I was supposed to go in December. I saw day one, Paris. So I was like. Ah! So yeah, traveling. I would like to go yeah. traveling again. I mean, we weren't rich growing up, so travel for us is very, very new. And I remember the first time I got to Europe, I was like, I made it. <laughs> We're not poor anymore. I know. That so was, yeah, th there's that feeling. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I went to the U.S. in April, I think. I spent two weeks in Charlottesville, uh, Virginia. And I went to uh, D.C. I had lots of fun. And I was like, oh my God. So much fun, so much fun. And then the same year, I went to London with my friend John and I, I had a blast and we we could have gone to Scotland but we didn't have enough days, not even enough money. We had enough money, we didn't have enough vacation days. So, and I took that for granted, you know, that I, I can do this every year. Yeah. All I need to do is save up and have enough vacation days. And then the year after that, I went to South Korea and I was like, Cool. Next, um, next, I will definitely go to Sweden and visit my friends. Then the pandemic hit. I was like, "Are you kidding me?" You know. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely travel. Um, I don't know what the new normal looks like. Um, I'm hoping that it has enough semblance to, or the old normal, with the exception of I don't know. Like I said, um, work from home being the norm. Yeah.